MLIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review, episode 134. Today I'm talking about The Walking Dead 908 Evolution. And you can guess what that title is going to be about, but we'll get into it. Let's just fucking start. Uh, the Daryl, the dog, Aaron, and Jesus. They're all out looking for Eugene, if you remember last in my last episode, and the last episode of The Walking Dead. Uh, they are looking for him. They start to notice that the zombies are acting a little weird. They're kind of traveling in circles. And they're like, what the fuck? Why? It'd be so confusing in that world. Because my first thought wouldn't be, must be humans wearing, wearing zombie flesh, walking and leading these people, or, you know, former people. And then one of the zombies turns and looks at him. And as an audience member, you're kind of like, oh, what the fuck? But as a comic book reader, you're like, ah, oh, the Whispers. We finally get to see them, like actually see them full on. We see the first first whisperer. We heard him before whispering. You know, we can't let him get away. Ah, ah, walking Dead doesn't suck anymore. Isn't that weird? But we now we get to see them. And I was right about the evolution title because I, I I theorized in one of the early episodes in my notes that the evolution. I saw the title evolution. I'm like, that's going to be where we have the zombies because that's or the whisperers because that's it makes sense. With you know, we're evolving into the whisperers into into the. Hiding amongst the zombies—that's that's, that's kind of what the whispers are all about. We're just animals. We're animals. Nothing matters. We don't need names. None of that fucking matters anymore. We're just becoming another animal. Let's live with the zombies in the woods, and wear wear their faces as masks because that's what animals do. Like fucking Hannibal Lecter was an animal, apparently. Good God. Anyway, we have a Negan and Gabriel scene again. If you remember a couple seasons ago, one, two, three, four seasons ago, who fucking knows? Uh, it, the really from season six to season eight, when I did the, my when I started the series and my podcast to now is a fucking blur. I remember seasons one through four fairly well. Season five, I have zero memories of because I did, it didn't even do it on the podcast yet. So it is a complete blur. I could tell you what happens if you tell me where they were, like. If you told me they were here, I go, okay, this is what happened here. But I couldn't, I can't tell you where they are based off just hearing season five. And season six through eight is kind of I'm like, eh, some stuff happens. And so I remember being angry a lot and getting angry and angry as it went. That's about it. But they had a scene in, in one of the previous seasons where they were in a, in a trailer trapped together and they kind of were like, well, we're dying. And they had a fight. And then they got out and they fled and they lived. This is when he was, when uh, Rick tried to take over. Actually, I think it was when uh, Rick wanted to go in there and kill the humans, but Daryl fucked him over and decided to blow something up, and that released all the zombies, and then they got trapped. But they got out of there, obviously, because they're both still alive. So they start talking about Gabriel starts, you know, Gabriel's been talking to Negan, trying to get him to convert and become a good person, and. Negan is like super sarcastic and a dick to him, but you could tell he respects the man as well for like. Even in this world, sticking to his convictions, even though he's fucking everybody, apparently. Sticking to his convictions, for the most part. And not being a sack of shit. And kind of not... Because Gabriel's blind in one eye, and he still, like, seems the most positive character in the show. <laughs> but he's kind of like... He just fucks with him. Because that's what he does. He just fucks with you. But you're kind of like... I like this. I, I like their... I like these two together. Like, if they have their own spinoff show, like Negan and Gabriel fight the zombies, I'd still... I'd watch that show. It'd be interesting. I don't think Gabriel will last long, but I think he would kill Negan in his sleep, actually. He'd eventually get fed up. and That'd be the uh, will-they-won't-they in the show. Will-they-won't-they kill each other? That'd be interesting to me. If they played the romance off like, with murder instead, where they're like, 
when he's not looking, when one character looks away, the other character looks at him, but instead of like a romantic look and checking him out, they're just like, oh, I fucking kill that guy. And start pulling on a knife and they, the other person whips around like, yeah, and hide the knife behind their back and like, hey, if they did that for seasons, I would still watch a real fucking cheers moment. I would just like, oh, are they going to, Sam and Diane, are they going to, oh, 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 are they, oh, oh, is he going to stab him in the, fu- oh, oh, shit, you know, He's sleeping. He's sneaking over to him. Oh, is he going to kiss him or is he going to stab him? Is he going to do both? Maybe he'll kiss and stab or stab and kiss. I'm kind of curious on the order, actually, more than anything. Oh, no, he, he woke up and he, he pretended like he was uh, shooing a, a fly off his face. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, they pretend they love each other. That'd be interesting as hell. I'd watch the shit out of that show. That's not going to happen, though, is it? That'd be weird. Like, I have to, I'm going to have to start being one of those guys that writes fan fiction, and I don't want to be a weirdo like that. I'll stick to my normal audio fan fiction here on, on the podcast like I'm better than them. I just realized what a lie I'm living. And I'm a little ashamed. But let's continue. <clears throat> voice is going out. I just recorded 907. Now I'm doing 908. And my voice is going out from a couple of days ago when I did the, the show. And I sang Local H. If you remember from my 906 episode, my voice is still not recovered. I have that big of a pussy voice. It is just like, it is so shaky. Oh, that it's, it's miserable. I won't go on and on because it's actually just making the, the, the problem worse. It's, it's just exacerbating the uh, issue here. <laughs> Let's continue. So at this point, uh, they start talking about, we start seeing like Michonne and all them. And the, she's talking about Hilltop, like those fucking assholes. And I'm like, why is everybody so goddamn angry at each other? Because Jesus is talking to Tara about like Michonne's coming and, oh, we have to deal with Michonne. And I'm like, why is everybody so goddamn angry? And I was like, they're really skipping all the shit I want to see. And I didn't realize they were going to... I, I I hope they would, but again, I have abusive boyfriend issues of the show, and I didn't know if they would or not. I was like, they better fucking discuss what happened before. They do, but at this point, I didn't know that. And I was like, they better fucking talk about this, because this is driving me nuts. They're hinting hardcore at something. It must be related to the, the new people they started talking about letting in and the ex-scars on Michonne and, and Daryl. But uh, Carol and Michonne... They start talking, and apparently the kid's name is, her new kid that she had with Rick, the kid's name is RJ. And I'm like, that's, I can almost assume that's Rick Jr., because why wouldn't it be? Everyone named DJ is Dwight Jr., or, you know, just throwing that out. Daryl Jr., that'd be weird if it was DJ. <laughs> Daryl snuck a baby in there. But, uh... I, I assume that's what it stands for. I, I, they're not, it's not going to be like, his name is fucking Rophilus Requand. I'm not just throwing out a black name. I literally just said the first thing that came out of my mouth was syllables. But it's not going to be something crazy. It's going to be Rick Jr. It better be Rick Jr. This is one of the few times I will say you better fucking have that mean Rick Jr. Because if it doesn't, that's fucking insane. The odds of that are insane. Anyway, <clears throat> Daryl and Jesus, they're, again, they're all out looking for uh, Eugene. They see the the herd coming toward them in the field. They uh, Daryl th- like twists an alarm clock and whips it out in the field, and it goes off, and all the zombies start going toward it. And I'm like, waiting and waiting, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't a bomb. I'm so used to in action movies when they twist something and you hear a ticking clock. That means bomb's gonna go off soon. But it was just an alarm clock because that makes more sense. And I was like, oh, it, I should have known that. I like let myself go down this weird rabbit hole or a weird false reality where he would have made a timed bomb and use it here. I don't know why I thought that. I feel I felt really fucking dumb and I still feel dumb describing it. It doesn't make any sense. Why did I think that was could possibly be real? It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, we cut back to Hilltop. We're at Hilltop, right? 
Yeah, Thomas is from the kingdom. She took him to the hilltop to be a blacksmith, right? Yes. So, sorry, it's kind of hard to keep track of these places. They don't really focus because Maggie's gone. I couldn't think of her name. Maggie's gone. It, I don't think about it, and, and Gregory's dead. I don't think about it as Hilltop so much because there's no real connecting characters because Jesus left. Jesus isn't at Hilltop. So I wasn't connecting him with any characters, so it's hard for me to think about where they are sometimes. But anyway, um, the, 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 the towns don't really have a distinctive picture between Kingdom and Hilltop when you see them because unless they show a wide shot, but a lot of times they're just starting scenes on characters' faces or like a, wide, like a two shot. You know, the classic cowboy shot where you see Henry and you see the other, the Alden is his name, apparently. The savior who's nice and tried to fuck Maggie. You kind of see them just starting the scene off. And it's like, yeah, action. And we start talking. So I don't know where I was. I had no frame of reference. But anyway, they're at Hilltop. Henry is a blacksmith. He's working with Alden. And I'm like, this is kind of fucking boring. This doesn't really go anywhere. And then he starts to be like, hey, Enid, how you doing, Enid? Hey, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, <clears throat> they really are giving us the character, uh, Carl storylines. Character? I mix, I, mix, I mix the word Carol, character, and carrot. Two of those I understand. One of them came out of left field. One of these things is not like the other. One of those things just doesn't belong. I don't know where it came from. I'm a little confused. Apparently, I got Carl on my mind. I mean, carrots. Oh, fuck. Man, I could really chew some Carl's up right now. But he starts to like flirt with Enid kind of in like a shy, awkward way. Doesn't know how to talk to women yet. Especially in this world. I feel like in this world, you're like, I better fuck you by the time in three days because we are not going to live long. This is like the fucking Renaissance or like the Dark Ages. Like we have to get shit done. We better have a family by, by 17 because we are going to be 30 and dying of old age in this world. Our kids, we have to fuck as soon as possible. We have to rabbit this shit. Because otherwise, we're not going to... Human race is done. Humans don't think... It's weird, because you start thinking about, like, pedophiles, and, like, they fucked, he fucked a 17-year-old girl, and everyone's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, it hasn't been that long where 17... I'm not saying that was a good thing to do. I'm just saying, it hasn't been that long where 17 wasn't fuckable by, by a grown man. It really hasn't been that long. I'm again. I'm not saying go ahead and do that, or that should be the way we go back to. I'm just saying weird or 17. I'm just saying is like a high schooler, but like 13, 14, post just starting puberty, like just old enough to breed. And I'm like, has it been that long, really? Maybe a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred years somewhere in there. I'm gonna say more like two hundred, <laughs> but it really in some parts of the world still, still going on. Because they can breed, fuck it, we don't live that long in this shithole of the world. Just go ahead and breed, we have to, we have to. Human beings are resilient, and they will, they will go around whatever age you want to set for them if we need to. And this is a world where that is happening. Uh, not in this scene, though, I just thought I'd bring it up, because I want to sound real creepy for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why I started talking about that. But... Uh, Henry likes Enid and then she starts making out with Alden and he like gives his hand up inside her it's really fucking weird they go really far this scene very brave she shows full frontal he drops dong I didn't expect that he, his dong drop was completely unrelated because she, she goes full frontal they're while they're kissing and she walks away and then he goes hey Carl or hey, hey Carl oh you're not Carl <laughs> hey Carrot hey, you're Carrot Henry check it out <clears throat> and flops it on the table and he's like I'm more like a whitesmith. <laughs> and he starts smacking it like a hammer. Really weird. 
And then they get back to their blacksmith work. I, I was like, holy shit, this show was going crazy. Like, they allow two fucks per season and full dong? HBO, here we go. New Game of Thrones, guys. Crazy. I, I didn't expect it, but it was a little, it was a little weird. But I, I don't know where they're going to go with that. Because when you see a guy's dong, full dong, like, like half erect, because he just made out with a girl who's fully nude. And I don't know where they're going to go from this. And I'm like, holy shit, what are they going to do next? I can't imagine. That's uh, Like, full penetration is right around the corner. And that's, that's exciting. That is exciting news. Again, season nine is killing it. Just killing it. it it's, they didn't go full, full penetration yet. So season 10, they're going to, you know, season 10, you know what the symbol for 10 is in Roman numerals, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, think about it. It's going to go fucking hardcore. It is going to be hardcore. It's, uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. AMC is, is, Oh man, we're going to AMC so much full penetration next season. It is going to be crazy. So let's start talking about things that actually happen here. They find uh, Eugene with a dislocated knee, and I had some real fucking like uh, issues with it because I ha- I'm a person who did dislocate his knee, and it is fucking brutal. And later on, they set his knee back, and they're like, "You're fine." And he's running around again. And I go, "Oh, it took me two years before I could run. I still can barely run. It's been five years or something like that since I dislocated my kneecap." And I did rehab, and he he will not get rehab. I I don't know how he's gonna how he's gonna operate. It's it's like when guys that are in the military and they hear about gun stuff, or like guys that are super in the cars and they hear about gun stuff in movies, and they sit there and pinpoint what's wrong with it. I go, no, 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 you're not running around the second after you reset your kneecap. Not happening. Nope. Now I get it. I get those guys now. I'm one of them in in a knee knee manner. He, he starts to tell them the truth about that he heard the, the herd is whispering. Um, and it was uh, Daryl, Jesus, the dog, and Aaron who find him, by the way. I should probably mention that because it's going to come up in a moment. They, um, they get surrounded by a herd, and they decide to split up there, and they start breaking off into different groups. Uh, we cut back to Henry. He's at, he goes out and hangs out with some teenagers that are at Hilltop, and they're like a 1950s teenage party. They felt like they were 1950s dorks. It was weird. I don't know what the fuck they're going for there. But they start talking, like, let's go out here. Let's have some food back here. Huh? And they're all drinking. And they, there's like a zombie pit in the backyard, and there's a, one zombie dug into this pit. All right. And then it's like, hey, and they're kind of fucking with it, and one teenager is. And I think he starts peeing on it, if I, don't remember, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't write that in my notes. It just kind of came to my mind. Uh, I remember every piss scene, because I am a piss enthusiast. But he starts pissing on the zombie, and then, uh, did that happen? Did that happen, or did I make it up? Piss enthusiasm really leads to also piss daydreaming. So I don't know if I really made it up or not. Um, but I don't know where Henry just dives like head first, like it's a fucking pool in, into this pit and, and kills a zombie. And I'm like, you dumb, dumb dildo. Like you could have really fucked yourself up or just like, let's just say you missed and landed weird and, and hit your head. You're dead. You're going to die over this. It's a zombie in the pit. Go get a long stick and, and, t- and tape a knife to the b- bottom of it. Like I always mention, remember the prison seasons? I'm always like, they should just tie or, or Alexandria as well. T- tape around. A, a pole, tape a knife to a pole, and just sit there and stab zombies through the fence all day long. Whenever they come up, done. We'll clear them out tomorrow once we have our haul. Let's go ahead and let them build up for a while. It's just not, it, we need to clear them out. He could have just done that shit and been done with it and not risk his life in any way and not be a fucking weirdo in front of his, like, trying to make friends. Well, the one girl's super into him. I forget her fucking name and I don't care. It doesn't matter. But uh, she looks like a 1950s dork. She wears glasses. But anyway, N- Negan realizes his, his cell is open. And he's like, ooh. And in the comic, this is a good storyline. Uh, 
and it's well done. And I was like, oh, I hope they don't fuck this up. I feel like they're going to fuck it up. I'm, I'm moving the pillows around behind me. Sorry. I feel like they're going to fuck it up. And, and, and spoiler, they don't. It was, it was fun to watch. It was interesting. It, it developed two characters at the same time. What happens? And I'm like, okay. But at this point, he, says he gets out of the cell. And I was like, he's going to go back. He's going to go back. And nope, fucking leaves. Um, uh, the episode ends with the herd chasing Jason, Aaron, and Eugene into like a spooky, spooky cemetery. They, they, they fight forever, forever over a fence. Uh, they try to push Eugene up onto, some, uh, onto a tomb. And Eugene is so weak, he can't fucking lift himself at all. He's so, his upper body apparently is just non-existent. He has not moved an upper body muscle ever, apparently. I, th- I feel like he's building these radios and, and did his little bullet maker machine with his teeth. He's like, I don't want to, I came with my arms. I don't, I don't know why he can't lift himself. But they uh, start to fight the zombies. They hear the whispers. Um, and then Michonne shows up out of nowhere. And they start to fight him. And then Jesus gets in a fight with one of them. <clears throat> and then one of them uh, ducks a knife. Or, or Jesus ducks the knife. They start to fight. They kind of freak out because they realize the zombie is holding a knife at this point. And he stabs Jesus. And then uh, they come up and they kill him. And then they start to discover all the zombie masks that these zombies are wearing. They're like, oh, these are people below him. What the fuck? Like living people at the moment. They're not bitten anywhere. What the fuck? And then the whisperers start to surround him. And that's the end of the episode. Ends in a spooky, spooky cemetery setting. It looks like a fucking Halloween episode of a TV show. Which is technically what it is. Even though this episode debuted. When the fuck did it debut? Does it say here? I have to go back a page. Good old IMDb. And I put the, the release date down there. But it felt like a really cheap cemetery set. Because they just blew it out with smoke. And they put like a blue light through it. And they're like, it's our cemetery. November 25th, 2018. This is a uh, Thanksgiving episode, if anything. But it's kind of a weird, and it felt cheap, and it didn't really work. I feel like this could have been a better scene with just, honestly, a different lighting setup. Maybe record it. It's a minim- It's a, It's a me griping, nitpicking. It is. I'll admit it. A, the scene doesn't work. It just, I was like, oh, did he get stabbed or not? I couldn't really tell. Didn't matter. I was like, oh, what's going on? Okay, what's going on? This, this, this should have been such a cool, epic scene. But it felt rushed and it felt lazy, and the lighting and the and the setting looked like a fake cemetery. It felt like someone set up a cemetery in their backyard for a, a home haunted house, like the JC's haunted house. It felt like that. None of it worked, and I was kind of looking forward to this scene where they find out that the mask, like that Eugene wasn't lying, that they really are the zombies are whispering, and why they're whispering. They kind of find all of it together. They're like, oh, they're, they're whispering. Oh, they have a knife. Oh, the, the masks. And it was like so rushed. And I was like, this could have been a fun episode if they, if they spaced that part of it out, that, that kind of realization curve. But it was just like, bam, all of them at once. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, spooky cemetery. What? Jesus died. Oh, what? He's not really dead. Uh, what? And it all happened so much at once that I was like, I, I didn't even get to enjoy it. It's It's... Premature ejaculation. That's what that's what the scene was. It was like, oh god, oh, I barely even got it in there. Oh god, damn it! I'm so embarrassed. <sighs> I was gonna say I'm sorry, Dad, at the end of it there, just to leave a fucked up curve on it for no reason. I don't know why I thought that, <laughs> and then I thought better of it, and I'm like, no, I still got to go ahead and say it, just so I can keep track of it later on, just so I can explain my own pause to myself. I should leave now. I'm a little ashamed of myself. <laughs> 
I want to get out of here. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. Go to liwstudios.com.